Megan. In the entertainment capital of the world, it's the T.C. Martin Show. We are seeing a special performance in this first half tonight. The doctor operates here. Well, he has trouble with the snap. To get your daily prescription from the doctor, T.C. Martin. Hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit. The doctor is now in. Well, hello there, and welcome into a Wednesday edition where the doctor's not exactly in. Well, he's in somewhere. He's in Seattle with the Las Vegas Aces as they get ready to play the hapless if not hopeless Seattle storm. It should be another W coming for the Aces tomorrow night at 19 and two fresh off the all-star break. They will play in Seattle, then play in Minnesota. So the doctor's been traveling all afternoon. I am the somewhat capable fill-in host, TJ Reeves, based in West Central Florida in the Tampa Bay area. Yes, I have always said, I have always said that if the doctor can't be in in the desert on the strip, you got to go 2,800 miles to the east and find a replacement host in the Tampa St. Pete Clearwater area, a.k.a. Champa Bay. I cannot do this show alone. Uh, Jason Powers is my wingman. Jason also based in the Tampa Bay area, and I must be doing something right because I keep putting the bat signal up for him, and he keeps saying, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, come on. I'll get I'll get back in there for another time. JPO Sports is where you find him on social media, the Powers on Sports podcast. Brother Powers, welcome to another uh, two hours of fun and frivolity in for the Dr. T.C. Martin. How you feeling? I'm feeling well. I'm probably not feeling as as warm as my man out in my man Numchuck's out in Vegas. Have we hit 125 in Vegas <laughs> Let's yet? Let's check in. Numchuck with us. He's on the ones and twos back at the T.C. Martin Show headquarters. Uh, always keeping TC in line whenever he's there. He's somehow got to keep both of us in line. It's like a handicap match, one-on-two in pro wrestling. Have we reached, Justin, the point where you can fry an egg on your forehead yet in Vegas? Que paso? Uh, we were there a couple days ago. But not currently. Not currently. Currently, it right. is 105. 105 uh, just after 2 Pacific time, just after 5 Eastern time. By the way, the feels-like temperature in Tampa Bay this afternoon is 105 degrees as well, Oof. and it's a dripping wet humidity. So uh, there's enough about the meteorology, uh, the meteorological uh, components here to the show. We've got much to get to uh, here on the program. Lots of NFL talk uh, upcoming, including is there a running back conspiracy in the National Football League, there is a prominent NFL running back who believes there is a conspiracy to not pay running backs. We shall discuss that uh, in a few moments. Why was my man Jason Powers three years ago, three and a half years ago now, Nostradamus, as it related to Tom Brady and where he was going to end up? Uh, throughout the show, by the way, Numchuck will ring in because he's busy doing 57 different things with either the bell, if he's on board with something we're talking about, Hence the bell here on the program or the buzzer if he has no clue what we're talking about. So the first edition of that is Numchuck. Any clue now that I've mentioned by email and by name, Nostradamus, any clue, bell or buzzer on. Okay. Yes. Nostradamus, like centuries ago, used to predict the future. Jason did this as it related to where Tom Brady would end up. We're going to hear the clip later in the hour, but I want to pose it to you when we do that. Since you have the crystal ball as it relates to the NFL, how will it relate to Aaron Rodgers ending up with the J-E-T-S mess, mess, mess in New York 
and they are soon to be on Hard Knocks, the 24-7 access show. I almost said on HBO, it is still on what was HBO, right? But now it's just known as Max, like a Mad Max, Beyond <laughs> Thunderdome, Grody to the Max back in the 80s. It's no longer HBO. It's just Max. So yeah. uh, Hard Knocks on Max coming up. And the Jets have begrudgingly been ke- dragged kicking and screaming Jason Powers to be part but, of Hard Knocks. Here's the thing that I don't understand. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I don't, we don't want to be on Hard Knocks and all that stuff. You know, you were part of the Hard Knocks a couple years back with the Buccaneers. They were here several years ago. The team has full editorial control of what goes on the air. It's not like they can't say we don't... They have full control of what gets put on. To an extent, they can object on on certain grounds like, hey, that's revealing stuff that we're going to use in the regular season. But they're but, not going to do that anyway. In but, our, the NFL wouldn't do that I anyway. Mean, but, but I mean, one of the most riveting moments of that show was when the Miami Dolphins had Chad Ochocinco on the team, Chad Johnson, for about seven minutes, and then he got himself in trouble. He got arrested, and then on camera to close out that episode of the show, Joe Philbin, the awful coach of the Dolphins, as it turns out, called in Ochocinco and said, adios muchacho, uh, and cut him live on camera, live to tape on camera. You saw him telling Chad Johnson, we're going to release you. That's it. I, I I need to send a message loud and clear to the team. You can't do this and be part of the team. Yeah. You're gone. So if they're going to let that go, a player arrest and the player being cut by the coach, right. there's pretty much just about anything else that they're going to that they're going to have to acquiesce to. With I think what jo- what what Rogers doesn't want is he doesn't want the media to hear all the prickly stuff if he criticizes a receiver or says something to a coach about a play call, says those something kind about of another things. team, says something about another team. Yeah, I mean, uh, Numchuck wants to weigh in here uh with respect to the Max show Hard Knocks 24/7 with an NFL team coming to a screen near you with the New York Jets. What say you? Now, did you hear the news yesterday? Do we have breaking news? We, so first we have. Times the Sounders will play. Uh, breaking news. What broke yesterday, uh, especially if it ties into this? It ties in with this 100%. The Jets are not allowing them in the locker room, period. How are they getting away with that? I, how are they How are they able to dictate to NFL films and the NFL, you can't be in our locker room? I would assume you mean the facilities locker room. The facilities. Because right. that, that show always is in the locker yes. room, showing all kinds of things, singing, dancing, Dance playing moves, video right. games, whatever. How do you not have the camera? So the, the NFL has agreed to this, or this is just what the Jets don't this want? This is what... I was seeing online. I, I don't. I don't know right. if, if it's been agreed. The Jets to. don't want this, but did the NFL agree? We must research this subject in a few moments. Hey, we're already off to a roaring start of the first six, seven minutes of the show, where we don't know what we're talking about. But that's okay. That's not any different. And the Jets uh, reported to camp today, so they correct. were. So the you cameras saw Rogers are this morning. The cameras are rolling right yep. now for uh for Max and uh Hard Knocks and 24/7 so we'll look for that cuz I think the first episode will not be next week but the it will be the after. following week as Correct. they gather everything and get ready to do the preseason games and the whole bit. Of course when you go back to the Jets you go back to Rex Ryan and the whole Hard Knocks thing when he just absolutely annihilated the team about how sloppy they had looked in the preseason game, how bad they looked at practice. He destroyed them profanity-laced 
all of this on camera at the team meeting. And then he said, let's go eat a snack right at the end of it. I say the same thing when it's all said and done, go get some ice cream, go get some kind of a snack. All right. So we do have much to discuss, much to cover, by the way, in the next hour, God willing, you're still with us in the next hour on the TC Martin show. That's heard right here. Galactically famous. Uh, Monday through Friday, five days a week in Vegas on this station and also tcmartinshow.com. We will go live, yes, live to SEC Media Days, the Southeastern Conference, the number one conference in in football, as much as you don't want to hear it in the Vegas area about the, the Pac-12, et cetera. They don't care in Big Ten country to hear it. Look, they've won, what, 12 of the last 14, 14 of the last 16, 87 of the last 89 national championships. <laughs> Georgia won the title game 65-3 to a year ago. The SEC has had six different, six different national champions in this century. Six. So obviously it's the predominant conference. We'll check in there and we'll talk some college football futures. Vince Ferrara, a buddy of ours, Jason Powers, he is from Knoxville, Tennessee, the home of the Vols. He's in Nashville about three hours to the west in the state capitol for the media days. He will be on with us to give the breakdown. And I'm interested in some college football futures a uh, Heisman SEC title, uh, college football national championship. We'll go over all of that in the next hour. I know you're looking forward to that as well, my friend. Absolutely. No, Vince is great. He, he, and, and he's in the middle of some drama. If you saw last week, Tennessee got hammered by the NCAA with did $8 they, million. Did in, they really well, get but money? But they did get stripped of some wins and all that stuff. $8 million for a program that's generating like $80 million. Uh, I don't know if that's hammered. They didn't get a bowl ban. Right. Uh, they lost like some scholarships. Or something. They had already penalized themselves, I think, with a bull band two or three years ago. Correct. You're in, you're right, technically. But nobody likes to write a check for $8 million to anybody. First of all, don't hire a football coach who's playing, who's paying players out of a Chick-fil-A bag, literally, or a McDonald's right. bag. You're not, you don't have an extra value meal. You got a couple of C notes in here. Uh, that's, that's like old school 1970s and 80s. When, dollar handshake. When I lived in Birmingham, Alabama, this is probably 15 years ago. Jeremy Pruitt was the defensive coordinator at Hoover, famed Hoover High School, which is now in the news for the. There's was a, he paying the players then with the Chick Fil A yeah, bag? Yeah, they, he, yeah, they, yeah he was involved story. in a very yeah, they're the very shady program at Hoover High School back then. So you look it up and uh, and all that. But Pruitt was a Birmingham, Alabama high school football coach before he got into the college ranks. Uh, slimy, by the way, slimy. we. Slimy on that. By the way, we do have breaking news on on top of Nunchuck's breaking news. The story is out that I guess the NFL is going to acquiesce and that the Jets don't have to have a, a, a camera in the locker room. I assume this is the facility locker room wow. 24-7. Um, so there you go for, for whatever it's worth. There's the update uh, on that. Uh, so we'll get into a little NFL talk in a couple of moments in this running back conspiracy. First, we do have other breaking news that does relate to Major League Baseball. Now, obviously, Powers and I do care the most about the Tampa Bay Rays, who up until recently had the best record in baseball, had been killing it. Suddenly, they leveled off right before the All-Star break. Uh, they limped into the All-Star break, as it turns out, um, having struggled at the end with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Braves, and then now, and then the Atlanta Braves beat them. Uh, the Phillies and the Braves basically all but cleaned them out. They beat the Braves on the final day before the the All Star break. Now they come back off the All Star break. They win the first couple of games in San- in Cincinnati. But the breaking news is this afternoon's result is in, and the Texas Rangers have broomed the Rays five to one. The the Rangers looking very much alive as one of the best teams right now in baseball, leading yep. the. 
American League West. The Rangers improved to, what do I see, 58-39, and 39, right behind the Rays for the best record in the American League. With a three-game sweep, they won 5-1 to one today. TC always fawns all over the Astros, who are still chasing after the Rangers. The Astros currently lead the Rockies 4 to nothing late in that game. The Rays and the Orioles are batting. Hey, what century is this that the Orioles are actually relevant in late July? The Orioles are right behind the Rays now in the American League East and about to play the Rays, but the Orioles have been beaten the first couple of games by the uh, L.A. Dodgers. They were, they are playing a matinee game. Powers, is that a final uh, yes. on the matinee? What is the final there for Baltimore trying to salvage not being swept? Winner, winner, chicken dinner, 8-5 over the Dodgers. All right, so Orioles win. Orioles a game behind the Rays right now in the standings. They'll play four in St. Petersburg. The Orioles will leave from Baltimore. The Rays will leave from Arlington. They'll convene at Tropicana Field in St. Pete this weekend. Was that four-game series? Four-game series. Yep. Four-game series. Yep. And game series for that. Your Las Vegas A's, future, the future Las, Vegas Las Vegas A's, A's the double A's. The double at a A's hot right 26 now. and 71, they lead the Boston Red Sox at the end of five, <laughs> six, four. Embarrassing on that. The double A's will be there to stink up the place as soon as you, uh, before you'll realize it in Las Vegas. Anyway, TJ and Jason Powers in for TC Martin. And let's go over a little running back conspiracy talk here in this segment of the show. So, Essentially, this is born out of none of the prominent running backs, Saquon Barkley, uh, Josh Jacobs there in Las Vegas. Numchuck, give me a yes. little amen from the congregation. Josh Jacobs didn't get his money. Saquon Barkley didn't get his money. And neither did Tony Pollard of the Dallas Cowboys. All three of those running backs will play for the franchise tag this year, but not a contract extension. No new deal for them. They can't get a new deal. Powers, do you understand all the salary rules? I don't even understand all the salaries. They can't even get a new deal like in the middle of the regular season now. Right, right. now, it's it's now set that they did not get their deal by the deadline of Monday. Now, it's not as if they're going to make nine seventy five an hour. That's not the case. They're making, they're making the average of the top five at the running back position. What is that average, Brother 10. Powers? 10.1. It's like 10.1. So the, the average of the top 10 is $10.1 million. I yes. would take that. You would take that. Yes. They are unhappy right now. A numchuck would take it as well. They are unhappy right now that none of them got long-term deals. And Austin Eckler... Of your Los Angeles Chargers is so incensed by this, he wants the NFL Players Association to look into the C word. No, not that C word. He <laughs> wants to look into collusion by the NFL owners of some type to not sign running backs to high-priced long-term deals. Brother Powers, what do you make of this on a Wednesday in July? I mean, first of all, not a not a bad way to make a living at ten point one million. And I know that's not quarterback money and we get that but it's never going to be quarterback money the the history of this league the last 20 years has demonstrated the Mike Andersons of the world the Terrell Davises of the world that were fifth sixth seventh round draft picks the the Pacheco last year for the Kansas City Chiefs of the world you can get quality running backs later in the draft here's one thing to remember a guy like Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs they were first-round picks, so they've been paid sure. as first-round players the first four years of, of their career. Tony Pollard would have the argument who's not been paid, whereas at least Saquon and Josh Jacobs, I they've understand. been paid like first-rounders. By rounders. the way, by the way, say it correctly. 
Tony Pollard of my Memphis Tigers, yes. who at yes. one time in the recent NFL, the Memphis Tigers, who used to never have anybody in the NFL, had three starting running backs in the NFL with Pollard, uh, with Daryl Henderson of the Rams, and who is the one that I'm uh, leaving thinking, out? Are you thinking D'Angelo Williams? Gibson, Antonio Gibson. That's right. That's right. Of the, the uh, Washington Commanders. And then before yeah. that was D'Angelo Williams. Uh, who I think is still the Memphis all-time leading rusher with the Carolina Panthers. So we've had some running backs. Oh, yeah. Get my man Pollard paid. Get my Memphian paid. Get him some coin. Get him some long-term coin. So what about the merit of what Eckler is saying that on the face here, this looks like the owners getting together and basically saying to each other, don't give this specific position long-term huge money on a second contract on a on a guaranteed deal uh, we saw Jerry Jones do it with Ezekiel Elliott. A that was years that ago. was going to be exactly and, my point. And it two looks, years into the deal, what did it, we all say? It looks stupid right now. So, what do you make of Eckler's argument? At least in the public forum, I don't know that they have a chance to win going before a labor relations board or before a no, judge. Of course, but what not. do you make of this no, nonsense? Because if you do look at it, Christian McCaffrey got a big deal for fifteen, sixteen million dollars. You're not going to pay a running back twenty five million dollars. Just like you're not going to pay a left guard who might be the best left guard in the history of sports, you're not going to pay him but so much. You're, I mean, you're just not going to do it. The premium a kicker, position. A kicker, yeah, a kicker, a safety, right. a tight end. There's only so much money you're going to make at those positions because right. some of it is, is made by the quarterback. He's, now, it's made by the receiver. It's made by the edge rusher, the outside pass rusher, the, the left tackle, guy, the, left the left tackle. tackle. Those are positions that are going to make the money. But look, we do know that that owners do get together and do decide things, whether they write them down and have them in, in writing or whether they just have a, a wink and a nod. Yep, okay, this is what we're going to do. I mean, heck, Major League Baseball back in the 80s, they absolutely colluded where nobody, they, they instituted free agency and yes. nobody signed a free agent. That was obvious collusion. And the Major League Baseball Players Association went to court and proved it. That uh, how stupid do you have to be that it's not that you didn't give them good enough deals or there weren't enough good deals, but nobody got a free agent contract like the court is not going to be able to easily determine you guys are being anti-competitive. You are colluding to, to destroy free agency, which is in your collective bargaining agreement. That's not what's going on here, I don't think. No. But then again, Eckler's got a point at that position. You expect that guy. You know what that guy's most valuable for is blocking for the quarterback on pass plays. Running backs blocking for the quarterback far more valuable right now than anything else they do. I honestly believe that. That's the most important thing because if you can't block for the quarterback, we've seen it in a lot of different places. You aren't going to be on the field. Not and long you have term. to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. True. True. You have to be. You have to be that outlet guy. Out of the backfield. And that's where Eckler comes in because he may be a better pass yep. catcher than he is runner between the tackles. I don't know yep. what Josh Jacobs' uh, numbers are in in, uh, in front of me here on pass catching, but uh, you know you can look at different backs, and if you're more versatile and you're, and you're able to catch passes, then you've got a much better chance, obviously, of, what's, what's uh, of killed the, Jacobs. What's... Yeah, Jacobs caught 53 passes a year ago, 54 passes two years ago. So roughly three a game, three a game, three or four a game uh, in the game. Uh, meanwhile, there are some other backs out of the backfield. I, I would bet without looking that Austin Eckler caught 80 or 90, 100, passes last year. 100. He led the team. So, All right, so he would be the go. guy. He would be the guy that you could make an argument. 107 to make yeah. an argument. Yes, he could be a guy you could make an argument. 
Here's the thing. A guy like Christian McCaffrey gets traded from Carolina to San Francisco last year, making $15 million. That's right. He, he would not be making what he's making. He would have been asked to restructure, but guess what the 49ers have at quarterback? A seventh-round rookie who's making nothing. So the the explosion of the quarterback salary the last five years, sure. five years ago it was $20 million. Now it's a decent quarterback. You're having to pay $40 million. It's a salary cap league, guys. You can't pay everybody. And, and that is McCaffrey, the position. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And back to McCaffrey, split season in Carolina and with the 49ers. Sanford, yep. uh, he caught the ball, and he didn't even play every game because he also had some injury. He caught the ball 85 times last year, 85, in an injury play season. Again, Eckler caught 107 of them. So your versatility is your point. Right. As a pass catcher makes the bigger argument right now. Uh, for you to get the bigger deal, but and, I and here's the argument that the Saquon's making right now. Here's the argument Saquon's making that he can make that other guys maybe can't make. Eckler maybe can't make it. Saquon's telling everybody, "I'm the one that's making Daniel Jones a good quarterback. He's not even a great quarterback. I'm the one by my versatility of ball catching and running ability makes it easier for Daniel Jones to hit the intermediate route. Daniel Jones just got paid for forty million dollars a year. That's the <laughs> argument he has with Eckler." Eckler has a guy like Justin Herbert who doesn't need – he's a great quarterback. We all agree that he's above average. Where Daniel Jones is the guy who just signed a humongous deal at 40-plus million that we all could legitimately say he ain't worth $40 million. What you're saying, and I don't know that they have very many Chick-fil-A's in the New York, New Jersey area, but he should slip him like, uh, I don't know, Taco Bell bag like Jeremy <laughs> Pruitt of some extra cash for Saquon for that $40 million he got. Because the other thing is he blocks for him. He pass blocks he for him. And that's another big point. Uh, for Barkley, who's an explosive back. But you make a good point, too, that Barkley and Josh Jacobs both cashed $20, $25 million guaranteed money checks with their signing bonus and the guaranteed money in the first couple of years of their deal because they were both uh, first picked in the picks. first round. And in, in Barkley's case, he was a top 10 pick. Two pick, so number two overall. Number two overall. They've been paid a lot more. Uh, but the day, look, the days of Emmett Smith, uh, you know, capitalizing and being one of the highest paid players in the league. That it's day over. is the 1990s. It's not going to be a different go NFL. It's a different it's a offensive world. Different, it's a much different NFL because nobody lines up in two tight ends with a fullback and runs between the tackles 15, 20 times a game. That never happens anymore. And uh, every has, team has two running backs. Most nobody, every team right. has two. Nobody has a fullback. Right. Nobody has a fullback. Uh, on these teams. So the NFL has changed. It's become a pass-happy league. And again, if you're a quarterback, if you're a receiver, if you're a left tackle because of that, you're getting paid. You're going to get your 15, 20 million. And where does the limit? I mean, I mean, quarterbacks are already making 40 million a year. Mahomes, uh, and now um Lamar Jackson uh, for 50. And now, Lamar and now was 50. Lamar, Lamar was 50. What will Justin Herbert get? And on and on down Bill the Burrow. list. So I understand where the running back's going. Wait a minute. You're saying I'm one-fifth of that? I'm eventually maybe going to be one-eighth of that on the salary? I mean, how about our Tampa Bay Buccaneers, B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S, that have a second-year player in Rashad White, who was a mid-round draft pick, who is making literally like three or 400 grand, something like that. They signed another veteran running back from the Cardinals, uh, Chase, Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. And it's like a, it's not even a guaranteed one million dollar deal. They could right. cut Chase Edmonds. Right. That's their one two at running back and a, and a guy uh, Keyshawn Vaughn on the roster who again is a mid round pick making a couple hundred grand a year. The Buccaneers don't have two million dollars. I bet extended in those three guys at running back. 
And here's a great question with the Raiders. The Raiders, who had the leading rusher in the league last year in Josh Jacobs, they're six and ten. Right. Are you gonna are you gonna win any more games because Josh Jacobs is the leading rusher this year? No, he ain't gonna win you four more games by himself and be ten and six, ten and seven. I tell you he what was, you want him for though. You want him for fantasy on the goal oh, line. Scoring touchdown. That's why Pewter Powers, the fantasy team, was racking up. That's the voice of Jason Powers. TJ Reeves with you. It is the TC Martin show. We're filling in for the doctor because he has scrambled uh to Seattle this afternoon. Do we have a uh, yes or no numchuck on the bell? Do we have confirmation the doctor has landed in the Pacific Northwest in the Emerald City? I believe yes. We're good on that. The doctor is there. Lunch picture. We saw a lunch I picture. I saw a lunch picture. picture. I don't know if it was an old picture time. or a new picture. Remember, uh Powers and I are in the Eastern time zone, so it's almost dinner time here, but you guys are still having like late lunch uh in the West. Uh, and again, the Aces, the Las Vegas Aces and the Seattle Storm, the Sue Birdless Seattle Storm tomorrow night, seven Pacific time. The doctor on the call, find a radio station, find the Las Vegas Aces app, uh, et cetera, to hear the doctor uh, on the call for that tomorrow night. So we're keeping the seat uh, warm here. We talked about a little baseball. Uh, we will talk a little more NFL. What else you got for me, Brother Powers? Let me give you four names. What do these four names have in common? All right. Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Heard of him. Leonard Fournette. Oh, I'm low-key. Kareem Hunt. Bro. Yep, Super Bowl champion. Dalvin Cook. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, pretty good running back. All four uh, don't have a, a job. Wait, wait, All wait, wait, four wait, are free agents. Let's go over this again. Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook, unsigned, or the initials next to their name on the official NFL de- designation is UFA. Unrestricted free agent. They are available right now. That is amazing. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, who who got what, like 40 million guaranteed a couple yes. of years ago, 35, 40 million guaranteed. He's who, who, looking for the Chick-fil-A bag or the McDonald's bag with cash right now. Who was unseated by your guy, Tony Pollard in Tony Dallas. Pollard. They made a decision to keep By Tony. the way, we do have breaking news before the segment is over with regard to one of those running backs you named. The breaking news sounder sounds. And Leonard Fournette is that name because the breaking news is Leonard Fournette visited the New England Patriots this afternoon for a workout. Fournette, a UFA, an unrestricted free agent at this point in time. Uh, Fournette flirted with Bill Belichick and the Patriots a year ago before coming back to sign with the Buccaneers with Tom Brady for one more go around. And got twelve million guaranteed, by the way, from the Bucks to come yeah. back. I don't think that twelve million guaranteed is waiting for him with the Patriots or anybody else at this stage. It, what do you think about a four net marriage in New England with, with the Patriots? R- Ramonde Stevenson, who's not a bad little back. By the right. way, here here was the key word of what you said: a workout. He, they are making him work physically, <laughs> go through a workout, not a visit, a workout. Let's see. We know, what, uh, we know Leonard likes to eat a little bit, so we, we'd be interested to see what his waistline looks like right about now in New England come mid-July. So that was the key word is workout. The yeah. big name out there, it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. Uh, to me, is Dalvin Cook. Is it the Jets? There's chatter about the Patriots. There's right. chatter about the Dolphins. Does he go to one of those three teams that are on the rise and kind of supplement and be the guy in one of those spots. Well, and again, in the in the Miami case for the Dolphins, South Florida guy played yep. high, born in South Florida, played yep. high school football in in Miami, and then uh, played at Florida State before going to Minnesota. Yeah, but you make a good point. Cook out of that group is out the of, best. As much as I love playoff Lenny Lombardi Lenny for helping the Buccaneers win a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, out of Fournette, 
What'd you say? Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook's the best running back out of that group. I, I agree. He and, and they're talking about he might only get at most $5 million, which, again, he's 28. He's a little older. I get it. He's got a lot of mileage, but that guy will help a, t- a playoff kind of team. He, but he got like he 40 got or $40 million from the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. And he's had a serious knee injury before. We'll see what Dalvin Cook gets yes. on the open market. All right, we've got plenty more to get to, including in the next segment. We're going to hear why Jason Powers was Nostradamus as it related to Tom Brady. I'm going to tie it all the way back to Aaron Rodgers in the present day. You'll want to you want to get a load of this stuff. We'll take a look at a little NFL futures, though, uh, as well. That'll be some good stuff uh, to take a look at uh, in the next segment as well. Uh, again, we'll check in at SEC Media Days in about a half hour with Vince Ferrara, who's the top team in the Southeastern Conference, to look at betting favorites, those kind of things. We're always looking at the handicapping as well. TJ Reeves and Jason Powers in for the Dr. T.C. Martin. It is the T.C. Martin Show for a Wednesday. Stay with us. The best way to wager on all your sporting action is with the Superbook mobile app. So easy to use from the palm of your hand. Bet 100, get 100. Download the Superbook mobile app today and get a $100 bonus added to your account. Experience the most extensive betting menu in Nevada and absolutely no fees. The only sports betting app you'll ever need includes some of the highest payouts and best odds in the state. The Superbook mobile app is available on Apple iOS and Android phones. Get in the game with the Superbook mobile app. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. There is no better place for great food and fun than Slice of Vegas. Slice serves hand-tossed New York-style pizza, Italian pasta, and savory sandwiches. Slice is an official partner of the Las Vegas Aces and home of game day watch parties. Come to Slice and enjoy our big screen TVs, full bar, and laid-back atmosphere. Slice of Vegas, located in the shops at Mandalay Bay Place inside the mall between the Luxor and Mandalay Bay. Come in and enjoy a slice of Vegas. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is introducing a hot take on a fan favorite, the Jalapeno Pepper Jack Steak Burger, a pair of sizzling patties, melted pepper jack cheese, and sautéed jalapenos, topped with extra spicy jalapeno fry sauce on a toasted bun. Taste the deliciousness, but only for a limited time. Visit any of the four Freddy's Las Vegas locations, Eastern near Silverado Ranch, Warm Springs and Julia Road, Charleston and Decatur, and Rainbow near Russell Road. Freddy's, the taste that brings you back. David Spade and Nikki Glazer together exclusively in Las Vegas. You have a guy like this, whenever I take any pill, he goes, dude, give me one. I go, you don't even know what it is. He goes, dude, I got kids. Shows select weekends, April 28th through November 18th. The Venetian Theater at the Venetian Resort, Las Vegas. I say it when COVID first came out. I like, knew I wasn't going to die from it. But I feel the same way about like texting and driving. Like, I'm good. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss David Spade and Nikki Glazer together in Vegas. Michael Jackson 1 by Cirque du Soleil is hailed by Rolling Stone as a virtual parade of wow moments that immerse the audience into the world of Michael Jackson's music. Performing weekly at Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino, Michael Jackson 1 celebrates the musical legacy of the King of Pop. Looking to elevate your night? The new Michael Jackson 1 VIP experience is now on sale. Get your tickets today at MJ1.com. Who's bad? Rob Van Dam here. 
I want to introduce you to my new one-of-a-kind CBD product line, RVD CBD. As a professional wrestler, you know that I'm familiar with aches and pains, and I know what it takes to recover quickly and effectively. Man, damn, this is RVD CBD has everything you need. Tinctures, creams, gummies, smokables, and it's all natural. It's the highest quality and delivering life-changing results. Dude, the reviews are off the charts. Check out all my products at rvdcbd.com and enter the promo code TCRVD. Check this out. I'm giving you a 21% discount. What's better than saving money and feeling great at the same time, right? Use the promo code TCRVD. The best products on the market from the best in the business. Rob Van Dam. Who needs an enema when you can tune in to the Dr. TC Martin? Welcome back on a Wednesday. TJ Reeves and Jason Powers in for the doctor who has trekked trekked northward from Las Vegas to Seattle with the Las Vegas Aces. The 19-2 Las Vegas Aces. You know, Powers, the last time we were on the show, we kept going on and on about the Aces being 16-1. and They were in Dallas to play the Wings. The doctor came on the show, and they promptly crapped the bed and lost their second game. Are we going to be blamed in this here situation, if the Aces have traveled up against woeful Seattle Storm without Sue Bird, I, what did I see there? Four and something, four and 16, four and 18, whatever they are. Are we going to be held liable and accountable if the Aces lose again here while we're propping this up while the doctor is gone to go your, call the play by play tomorrow night? What about your, it? your cash app Venmo stipend for doing the show is going to be revoked? <laughs> you assume that we're being paid to do this. Uh, by the way, your free uh, steak sh- dinner next week while you're in town is so going to be. We need to make mention that the Clark County authorities have been notified. I am on the way there. As do we do have the breaking news? Yes, it is breaking news that I am on the way there uh, as part of the Errol Spence Terrence Crawford World Welterweight Title fight to happen not far where, from where Justin Chuck is and the galactically famous headquarters of the TC Martin Show. They'll be fighting at the T-Mobile Arena a week from Saturday. I will be there as as part of coverage, the boxing coverage that I do with BigFightWeekend.com and the Big Fight Weekend podcast with Dan Rayfield. Rayfield and I will both be out there among them in the media. And I have a tentative, yes, I have a tentative confirmation from Justin Chuck from Numchuck that he is going to join me. And I believe the doctor will find a way to tag along as well for some vittles. Next next week, we got to get some chow, brother, when I am out there in Vegas in Clark County. Book it. As the and didn't I see a picture of, of the of, of the of TC with an Alfa Romeo vehicle the other I day? S- I saw something, an Alfa Roll, a Maserati. Yeah, I, whatever. You might be yeah, driving up and down the strip in an Alfa Romeo, man. Like the Ric Flair line, styling and profiling uh, next week uh, out in Vegas. So I look forward to being there midweek. Uh, and we will see. Uh, I may be a, a part of the, of, a, of a future TC Martin broadcast for Spence versus Crawford, the most anticipated welterweight title fight in at least a decade or more. Yeah, Mayweather Pacquiao was humongous, but Pacquiao was past his prime. Over These the guys head, right, still right. in their prime. We got remnants of Oscar De La Hoya, Tito Trinidad. We got rem- remnants of Sugar Ray Leonard, Thomas Hitman Hearns, 1981, out in Las Vegas. This is big-time welterweight boxing, so I will be out there and be part of that. So anyway, TJ Reeves, Jason Powers with you. You can follow me at Buck Sideline Guy, B-U-C, Buck Sideline Guy, 
follow Jason at JPO Sports on social media. Powers on Sports podcast, by the way, is up for this week. Love Jason's insight. And you've got, just real quick, we're going to talk a lot of NFL football in this segment once again here in July. Training camp's opening up uh, all over the place. By the way, more breaking news, more breaking news. The defending champion Kansas City Chiefs did report for training camp today. Uh, Brother Powers, I don't know this answer. They still train Somewhere other than Kansas City, or are they in Kansas City? We got to find it. Used somewhere, to be in another, somewhere in Missouri. It's not Kansas City. Smaller town, little yep. smaller campus yep. of a small college yep. or whatever. Chiefs in camp as of today uh, with Patrick Mahomes and company in defense of their Super Bowl championship. Coming uh, straight off the golf course from from Tahoe. How about Steph Curry <laughs> the other day? Oh, I know. Uh, it's good to be Steph. It's good to be Mahomes. Uh, with the golf game. But in any event, uh, there's plenty of football that's going on. So we we do have the Chiefs uh, that are back in the pocket uh, here for this. And uh, the Jets reported today. The Jets the, the reported Jets today. Did, the Jets are back on board. So we got lots of football uh, here that we're talking about on the show. We'll get into some futures odds in a few moments. But I, I want, oh, I was propping you up. Powers on Sports Podcast, <laughs> your guest, talking a lot of NFC South, not just Buccaneers, but yeah. Saints. Falcons, Carolina Panthers. Are the Panthers going to be any good with Bryce Young at quarterback? What is Derek Carr? Your cast-off, Numchuck and Las Vegas audience, the cast-off from the Raiders. Could not flush him down the the uh, the toilet bowl fast enough to get rid of him in Vegas for Josh McDaniels. He's now with the Saints. Uh, the Saints, the favorites right now to win. I think uh-huh. I saw plus 200 uh, uh-huh. some of the sports books, plus 200 to win the NFC South. And we also, uh, Greg Allman and I also talked a little John Gruden in the NFL today, too. So, All right, so Vegas. Powers on Sports Podcast is up wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Check him out. Greg Allman is his guest, talking a lot of NFL. But you had thoughts on Wimbledon, thoughts on Lionel Messi coming to Miami to play soccer, baseball. Uh, are the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, speaking of the bowl, are they circling the bowl right now? Another loss for the Rays this afternoon. That's four straight. That is what, like, uh, since the end of, of, uh, like three and 11 in July. They're three and 11 in July or three and 12. Not good. Uh, here, got to get it turned around with playing the Orioles this weekend. Shohei Otani. Is Otani going to be trade bait? We'll talk about that as the show goes on, but I want to prop you up even further. So here's how we're going to segue into some talk about Aaron Rodgers and what might it mean for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets in New York. Rodgers has already come to the Jets, obviously, in the trade that they made. So uh, I was aware that you had been on the forefront previously about Tom Brady coming to the Bucks, And then you sent me an audio clip. <laughs> and being, uh, being somebody who's tech-savvy enough, I've yanked this specific clip from this show. So the show was a weekend show in the Tampa Bay area, heard on yep. radio in the Tampa Bay area, the sports zone. Am I correct? Correct. The sports zone. So you're going to hear the host of that show, Patrick Hyland. You and I both know Patrick. Patrick is leading the discussion, which at that time, Numchuck, pay attention. At that time, Tom Brady and the Patriots had just lost to the Tennessee Titans yes. and been eliminated from the playoffs. And was yes. Tom Brady going to retire 86? done or was he going to play on either in new england or somewhere else and the hot rumor was vegas baby that maybe he was going to come to vegas so patrick highland is the host jason powers you'll recognize his voice is talking and i want you to listen to my my man nostradamus my man nostradamus powers this is january of 2020 
Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID-19, but a full two months before NFL free agency, before Tom Brady ever announced, I want to be a free agent. Listen to what my man Powers said was a real possibility and listen to him defending the Tampa Bay Buccaneers during this clip about the talent they had. This is three and a half years ago from that show that aired in the Tampa Bay area to prop powers up. Let's go to it now. But I don't want to forget this because this will drive me crazy. And I got to get your guys' opinion. You mentioned Las Vegas. So I just want to ask real quick. Tom Brady goes to Vegas with John Gruden. Is that a possibility? Give me a scale of one to 10, Jason. Um, I would say if he made a move, I would say he, they would be in the top four teams. Top four. Interesting. I think if he leaves, if he leaves New England, give me your other three for him. I would say, I would say, by the way, Oakland is officially now the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. The name no is officially changed, by the way, just through the NFL. That's right. They announced that yeah, just week. yesterday. Correct. So, so they are officially Las Vegas. I would say Vegas. I would say. L.A. Chargers. Right. No more San Diego, which it should I never say, happen. Go I, ahead. I know, and I know I told you this a while back. I think the Buccaneers are in the mix. I'll tell you what. Let's talk about that, Jason. I think, he, I think, I think if he declares he's, he's out. I'll tell you why that would not be a good fit for Brady. And I'll tell you why our offensive line. He shouldn't be saying it's not a good fit. That's what scares me. <laughs> I don't. Brady, I disagree get, with that. You do. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, we can agree to disagree. Got, you we, and I. We have more weapons. We have more. We offensive. have the weapons. That's what he needs, bro. He needs weapons. And he also needs the I, same time he has to throw there in New England. James didn't get James didn't get sacked a ton. When you over the course of sixteen games, he okay. did not get sacked a lot. Okay, there's no there. What offensive line? Do you in the think Brady is, could could come in here and and get him to the playoffs? Yes, more so than Jameis. Yes. Wow. Listen to Powers. Wow. Interesting. I think I think, I think Brady would. I think Brady would. He wouldn't have the 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 the. He doesn't have Bruce Arians' arm anymore. You have to agree to that. He doesn't have what? The Bruce Arians' arm that he loves. He's your five-yard in-and-out guy now. I think, I think, I'm sure. Does he have the arm he had seven, eight years ago? No, but I think Tom could still push the ball down the field. Listen to Powers right on the money. Enough for Bruce. Three years ago. I do. I I think. And what's the price tag going to be to get Brady, would you think? Oh, it'd be 20, it'd be 20, 25 to 30. Okay. I think they would I think they would do a two year if the Bucks were ever going to do this. Sure. I think they would do a two year probably 55 million dollar deal. Bucks did a two year like deal by the way. Ballpark. And for about 55 million. You release then you would James. No, you'd let him go, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you then then you would draft I think they would draft somebody second okay. third round. Buccaneers yeah. drafted Kyle Trask. He looks it, good to me as the kid from Oregon, man. He's talking about accurate. Justin Herbert. Yeah, so no, I think he's got all the tools. So yep. How old is Brady? He's 43. 42, 43. Rivers? 39. 38, 39, yep. So. And there's lots, there's a lot of speculation that Rivers, want, that Rivers is in the mix because he just moved us, he just moved the whole family. So they're four years younger. Yeah. Who do take, you take? I, I would take Brady. You would take, you would, Jason, and I, and a lot of people would, but I think Aaron's would go for, for Rivers more. Rivers still can throw a long ball better than, than Brady right now. Wrong on the line. Okay. <laughs> wait a minute. Let's go over the bells that we're going to ring for my man powers. Two full months before free agency, he says on that clip from the sports zone, courtesy of that show in the Tampa Bay area, a weekend radio show. He says Tom Brady would sign with the Tampa Bay bucket. Give me a ding. Give me a ding.
He even says two-year deal, he thought. Three and a half years ago, two-year deal, $55 million. That's a ding. <laughs> ding away on that one. Uh, does Brady have anything left to throw the ball down the field? Uh, we saw that. Ding. The Buccaneers continued to succeed throwing the ball down the field, not just his first year, 2020, the COVID-19 crazy year, but in 2021 with him throwing the ball down the field. Ding again. Jason even volunteers. You draft a guy in the second or third round. The Bucks took Kyle Trask, the Florida Gator quarterback, in the second round in the 2020 draft. About two months later, another ding. Uh, for that one. And then the debate about Philip Rivers, who went on, correct me if I'm wrong, Powers, he played one more year, right, in Indianapolis. He played correct. one more season correct. into the Colts for one year, didn't do very much, much less make the playoffs, much less win the Super Bowl, as Tom Brady did with the Bucs. All right, so I'm not doing that just to stroke your ego. I'm not trying to slip you $50 bill in a Chick-fil-A bag like Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, I'm just saying... You were all over it two months before all that happened three years ago. And the Buccaneers weren't discussed a lick nationally Not really. to get Tom Brady. Not really. But I'll tell you this. Now it can be told. Now it can be told at this point, and it, and it was being talked about privately at the time. Bruce Arians was telling anybody that could listen to him privately, Jason Light, the Bucks general manager, the Glazers, Anybody else on the team lobbying Mike Evans to call him, whomever, get anybody to call him that they could, because Bruce Arians thing was he wants to come here. He legitimately wants to play in Tampa Bay. We got to work this out. We have a great shot to get him because he wants to be here. Warm he weather, really grass. He wanted to be yes. in the warm weather. No taxes. The whole, the whole the weapons, like you were talking about, the weapons that he had. As I kept saying that whole offseason, Tom Brady doesn't even realize that not only did he not have a sports car? He had a Pinto in New England. He's got a Ferrari now. What do I know about a Ferrari? All right, so that turned out to be brilliant analysis by you. Now let's bring it to the present day on the T.C. Martin Show. T.J. Reeves and Jason Powers here. Look into that crystal ball and tell me about the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. It is training camp time now. Yep. About to play a little preseason. It's a new setting. Uh, it's a repeat of Brett Favre leaving Green Bay and going to the very same team. And Brett Favre led them to the cusp of the playoffs, yeah. a 10-win year in New York. All right, so back to the future. It's Aaron Rodgers 2.0 going to the New York Jets, the same way that Favre did. So, Nostradamus, look into that crystal ball and tell me about what Rodgers is going to do in 2023 in New York. couple basic things about the Jets last year. I think I saw a stat... It was either seven or eight games where they scored one touchdown or less on offense last year with Zach Wilson, Mike White. You know, Mike White had his moments last year, but that defense is is, is playoff ready, no doubt about it. You got Quinn and Williams, Sauce Gardner, all those guys. You got Sala, who's a defensive coach from the 49ers. They just need it kind of like the Buccaneers. Keep the turnovers down. Remember the Buccaneers with Jameis the year before with the 30 turnovers. If you if you eliminate the 30 turnovers and put it down to 12 or 15, the Bucs would have been a playoff team. Same with the Jets. You just need competent quarterback play. You have a really good running back you drafted last year. Brees Hall coming off an injury. I get it. But serious you really, injury, a serious knee injury. Knee injury, right? yep. But you need a competent signal caller. You need a guy who who's a professional, who knows how to motivate guys. You have a winning defense. Again, the offensive line is the one issue you, you could make an argument in New York that they don't. It's not great. It's good, not great. 
Can the offensive line hold up? And Rodgers is going to be good. He's motivated. You know this, TJ. Tom Brady was motivated to get out of New England. He's out there practicing in Tampa during a COVID situation, getting kicked out of a public park because he's (laughs) wanting to practice in COVID. And then they went to a local high school later on in the offseason and were practicing uh, in a a group at the high school because they couldn't go do it at the team. Uh, facility. facility. All right. They don't have Mike Evans. They don't have no. Chris Godwin. They don't have the same weapons, Leonard Fournette, et cetera. But the, Leonard Fournette, let us not forget, didn't no. come to the Buccaneers till right on the eve of the season, the week before the regular season started. You mentioned Dalvin Cook might end up in yep. New York. Brees Hall off the knee injury. Michael Carter, the former right. uh, North Carolina running back, is the other running back. The running backs aren't outstanding. Garrett Wilson, the former number one pick receiver out of excellent Ohio rookie State. year, excellent rookie excellent year, was good. And then you got a couple of uh, Packer castoffs that that uh, Rogers likes in Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. All right, so let's bring it to your crystal and Corey ball. Davis, who's a uh, who's a pretty good number three guy. Corey All Davis, right, fair enough. Tennessee. So look into that crystal ball because yep. the the over under is nine and a half wins on the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. That seems high to me, Rogers or not. And I know they're going to be on national television a bunch. Nine and a half seems high to me. What do you have that at? Uh, is that fair? Do you have that under? What do you have? Here's the, the challenge with the Jets this year. The AFC is loaded. That's right. the issue. If AFC if the, East in specific. And yes. the East. Correct. You got Josh Allen. You got Miami. You got even New England. They're good enough to, to be a problem for people. Are they going to be 10 wins, 11 wins? Probably not, but they're going to be a pest. But the AFC East, we got Buffalo, Miami especially, and the Jets have a brutal schedule early in the year. I'm, I'm trying to pull up their schedule. Give me one. I got second. it right here. The Jets okay. will open. I mean, uh, with the Bills at home, and then play the Cowboys in Dallas. Open with I the mean, Bills at home on um, Monday Night Football. Then play yep. the Cowboys after that. And I'm looking. I I lost it. I'm sorry on the refresh. Then Patriots at home. Then Chiefs at home. Yeah. How how about the New York Jets get three of the first four games at home with Aaron Rodgers? Then go to Denver. Then play the Eagles at home. I mean, so they get a bunch of games at home, but the home games are the Bills, the Patriots, the Chiefs, and the Eagles in the first six weeks. Of the and season. what he's going to do is he's going to be able to allow that defense to not have to be perfect. They're going if the, if the Jets can score twenty four points a game. They're going to be pretty darn good because that defense is good. But even the weeks that the Jet defense is not great, he's going to be able to have the offensive ability again. Is Randall Cobb great? No, but Lazard is serviceable. Corey Davis is serviceable. Garrett Wilson's a really good player. And if Brees Hall and or a combination of a Dalvin Cook kind of guy are able to run the ball, they are going to be a tough team. And he's with an offensive coordinator that he's familiar with. Nathaniel Hackett, who was a disaster yep. as a head coach, is going to run the same system they ran in Green Bay. So you're going to see a lot of the same concepts that you saw in Green Bay. The Jets are plus 250 to win the division. The Bills are obviously the favorite. Does that entice you as a futures play? What's Two Buffalo and, and Miami? Do we know what uh, Buffalo and Miami is? I'm sure Buffalo's got to okay. be minus. Bu- Buffalo's got to be the favorite. Uh, they're going to be minus. There's a lot of think. turnover in Buffalo. There's a lot of people thinking that Buff. I mean, they're going to be in the mix. Again, 
to me, that's going to be a one game. Divi- that's going to be a one game margin by Buffalo, Miami, or the Jets because they're going to beat up on each other. Not one. T- nobody's going to go five and one in that division. I think that's a four and two at best Bills in that division. Plus one twenty. Interesting to win okay. the East. Jets are second at plus two fifty at what I'm looking at here. Right. Dolphins plus two ninety. Patriots plus seven fifty. And the issue you with the Dolphins is yeah. obviously Tua with Tua's health. If Tua was didn't have the issues. I think Miami would be a little better. And again, tough AFC, man. That AFC and the crossover divisions. They're having to play Philadelphia. They're having to play Kansas City. That Correct. is a tough schedule, man. I don't care. I'm looking if at the rest, they got to go. Not. They got to go to the Giants uh, yep. across town. They play the Chargers at home. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just looking at the rest of the out of division opponents. Falcons at home. Texans at home. Uh, commanders at home at the Browns at the Broncos uh, and what else at the Cowboys as well. And there's a lot of playoff teams. I mean, yeah, I mean, the AFC mix. is just, I mean, you could make an argument that the AFC could go 10 or 11 deep of teams that legitimately could, could make the playoffs. And four of those teams are not going to make it. And forgive me, maybe I'm ADD. What did you take on nine and a half for the over under? What did you take for number? Of I wins? would go ten. I think ten, 10 and seven. Ten and seven. I, if I gun to my head, I would take the over. The Jets I think the defense is going to be good enough. Sure, to win the AFC plus one thousand, ten to one. Again, uh, last we checked, though, Patrick Mahomes is healthy and upright. Chiefs yeah. would be the favorite. They would be the team to watch out for. Jets. To win the Super Bowl right now, plus 1,600. You can get them 16 to 1, a lot of different places. Not just, I mean, again, that's to win the Super Bowl. Correct. There's uh, fantasy, and then there's just outright stupidity. That that seems to me. But then again, there were not a lot of people that were believing in Tom Brady with the B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S, go Bucks. And, and yet it, it all worked again, out. To me, if the, if, if the Jets are in the NFC, they're a top two or three team, no doubt about it, in my opinion. But the AFC is just so stacked. I mean, you got weather well, up but there. Let's yeah. go over this one more time, again, yep. for the audience, because I know that it's radio. Here's the beginning of the Jets' schedule. Home. I want how many wins out of the beginning of this schedule? Home with the Bills. Is that a win? That's a toss-up game. That's a toss-up. Dallas week two, that's a loss. Off I of think all the losing, emotion yes. of week one, they're losing that one. Patriots at home, that's maybe win. They're going to win. Maybe or not, so that's probably two and one. Chiefs at home, they're not beating Mahomes and company at home. They're now two and two. They then go to Denver, tough place to play at altitude. I'm calling that a loss. We're now two and three. They then play the Eagles at home. That's more than likely a loss in week six. I have them two and four. Even if I'm wrong by a game and they're three and three, at, at what point does Aaron Rodgers start to say, you know, I tried it. We're not going to win 10 or 11 games. We're going to be a seven-win team, something like that. I would say, here's what I would say, though. If you're the Jets, if you can get out of that first six games at three and three, you mentioned some of the other games down the road, Washington, Atlanta, Houston. Those are games, winnable games. I mean, and they're going to beat the, I mean, uh, they're going to beat some of those, and and there's a handful of toss-up games. the Eagles game, right after the sixth game, they're at the Giants, cross town. That's winnable. That's That's winnable, winnable. but that's a playoff team. You're playing the Chargers at home. That, again, is a playoff team. Then yeah, but they gag. The they never win big games. Uh, land, and they're playing the Raiders the next week. Then they're playing the Bills back east in Buffalo. Yep. I mean, what is their record going ten to be? 10 and 7. I think it's a 10 and 7 kind of thing. December 1st, are they going to have six or seven wins for the stretch run? I don't know. 
on the New York Jets. And again, it's all, you know, we talk, you and I, we, we can all go to the, know what we think. It's health of the quarterback. If, sure. if Rodgers stays upright and healthy and he plays 16 games out of 17 or all 17 and guys around his skill guys, he's got to have a running game because if they, like with Brady last year, if you're going to ask him to throw the ball 45 times a game, he ain't going to make it. You got to have a running game. You are the guy, as we established about 10 minutes ago in this segment, that was ahead of the curve. So I'm more inclined to believe you at 10 wins. I'm going 10 and 7. And again, you you want the taste at plus 250 to win the division with Buffalo, Miami, and New England as the opponents? You like that? Two and I would not, I would not like play? that. I wouldn't take them to win the division. Wild not card. Enough. Not enough. A, si- wild a six card. seed. A si- I'm going to say the Jets are going to be a six seed wild card. And for the Jets fandom, that's great. They haven't been to the playoffs in, what, 13 years? They Something haven't like had that? a game. They have not had a game on Sunday night football in 11 seasons. In 11 years. They have not been relevant, and they're going to be on national TV, standalone games over and over again uh, because they're going to play the Black Friday game uh, as well with Miami, the first ever NFL regular season Black Friday game. They're going to be on Monday Night Football. Uh, They're going to be on Sunday night a couple of times. And you know Um, this from 2020. The Buccaneers were expected to win the division, and guess what they didn't do? They they were a wild card. They got in the playoffs. It took them six or seven weeks to get going. I understand. Back to that just real quick. The Saints are plus 200 to win the NFC South. The Bucks are plus 750. I'm, I'm loving me a futures play, not for the, the big amount, but I'm loving a little futures no. play on plus 750 I agree on the with Buccaneers. That, nine wins could win, will win that Why? division. Nine, eight might win the division. Nine definitely wins the bad NFC South yes. if you're looking at futures plays yes. in the NFL. All Much right, we're going to shift gears. We're going to shift gears here. TJ and Jason Powers in for the doctor. TC Martin, we're talking SEC football, SEC media days uh, that is uh, coming up. Uh, the media days in progress in Nashville. Vince Ferrara from 99.1, the sports animal in Knoxville with those Tennessee balls, the big orange. Uh, he's there as part of everything with the SEC media days. We'll hear from him in the next hour. Don't go anywhere. College football futures talk too with the Heisman, the national championship, etc. All of that still to come in the next hour. <laughs> 